and we have been speaking we have been speaking under the subject with our Holy Spirit series, the Spirit-filled Church. Spirit-filled Church. Last week we had an awesome time and we spoke about unity that produces generosity. We spoke about unity and generosity last week regarding the early church in the book of Acts and what we can learn from them in the book of Acts. And we are continuing today by speaking on the Spirit-filled Church and we are going to speak this morning about spirit-filled prayer. In other words, being led by the Spirit in prayer. Being led by the Spirit in prayer. I want to thank you for tuning in this last few weeks for our Holy Spirit series. I trust that God is doing an amazing job in your life. That He's doing amazing work in your life. That He's transforming you. That He's changing you inwardly and outwardly. And I believe that he's doing the same for me as well. Just remember, when we speak the word of God as, as preachers, we do not just come to you and just deliver a word, but that word has to work in us first. So I, I am going to continue with our spiritful church subject, which I'm going to talk about spiritual prayer or being led by the spirit in prayer. Just turn with me to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Let us go to Romans chapter 8. We will be reading verse 26 and verse 27 of Romans chapter 8. Before we read verse 26, verse 27 of Romans chapter 8, I am going to pray with you. Let us pray. Lord, we are grateful. We are grateful for the life that you have given us. We are grateful, Holy Spirit, that you continue to lead us, that you continue to guide us, that you continue to help us, that you continue to strengthen us, that you continue to enable us to overcome, that you continue to empower us, Holy Spirit. We thank you so much that you convict us from unrighteousness. We thank you so much, Lord, but that you lead us into the pathway of righteousness. Holy Spirit, we pray this morning that you have your will and your way. No matter the challenges that we may face this morning, we say thank you that you help in times of our weaknesses. We pray this morning in Jesus' name, Lord. We pray that you have your will. We pray, Lord, for everyone that is tuning in, that will tune in after this, Lord, that you speak to them your word, Lord, and that you transform them by the renewal of their minds, Lord, that we may never be the same. Have your will and your way. Guide us into all truth as we speak here today, Holy Spirit. Amen. So, the, the word of God in Romans 8 verse 26 says paul speaks to the church in rome and he says to them likewise the spirit helps in our weaknesses the spirit helps in our weakness for we do not know what to pray for as we ought but the spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words and he who searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit. Because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. God bless the reading of His Word. Now I said we are continuing 
Today with the Spiritful Church under Ministry in the Holy Spirit. We are continuing with the Spiritful Church and we will be speaking about Spiritful Prayer. To be led by the Spirit in your prayer life. So, it, it, it will be ignorant of me just to go into the scripture without mentioning, according to Romans chapter 8, uh, that Paul speaks about a specific time and season of, of, of sufferings. And Paul speaks and he says to the Roman church in Romans chapter 8, just before we get to the specific text, Paul speaks and he says to them the, that the present sufferings are not to be compared with the glory that is to, that is to be revealed in God's church. And this is such a beautiful encouragement to the church from generation to generation, from challenge to challenge. This is such a beautiful thing that the present sufferings is not to be compared with the glory that will be revealed in us as the church. You see, the Apostle Paul here acknowledged that the believers will be challenged from every side. That we as believers will be attacked from every side. Paul spoke about this and he said the present sufferings, he acknowledged that there will be present sufferings that we will have to endure and that we will have to persevere, that we will have to face. But he sends a strong hope to a challenged church that the present sufferings is not to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed in us. And no matter what we face, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's, it's, it's a disease, the present sufferings, whether we are being attacked by others, the present suffering that we are facing today is not to be compared with the glory that will be revealed in us as the church. So he therefore encourages the church in Romans chapter 8 verse 24 to 25 by stating that we should walk in hope and perseverance. Because of that we should walk in hope and perseverance because there will be challenges from generation to generation. We will face challenges but the aim for us is to walk in hope and perseverance knowing that Jesus will come back for his church and then we will have the victory so we walk in hope and perseverance but not only in an eschatological manner, manner where we look forward to jesus coming back but we, we we also have this hope and this perseverance where we are right now looking forward to the day of tomorrow for the word declares weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning then paul speaks in romans 8 verse 26 and he says likewise the scripture that we read he says likewise the spirit the holy spirit helps us in our weakness for we do not know what we, what to pray for as we ought but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. You see, while we face these different challenges, while we face different sufferings, 
We need to believe that the Holy Spirit helps in our weaknesses. We need to believe that the Holy Spirit helps in our weaknesses. Remember what Jesus called the Holy Spirit. He said it is to your advantage. We spoke about it a few weeks ago. It is to your advantage that I go away so that the helper may come. So Jesus himself called the Holy Spirit the helper. And here Paul says the Holy Spirit helps in our weaknesses. See, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you have all the help that you ever needed to overcome the challenges in your Christian walk. When you have received the Holy Spirit, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you have all the help that you ever needed. You have all the help to overcome in your Christian journey. Because the Holy Spirit does not only come to us in a time of need, but He helps us in our weaknesses. He helps us in our most weakest moments. Because sin you cannot overcome in your own strength. Sin you cannot overcome in your own ability. Strongholds you cannot overcome in your own ability. But the Holy Spirit, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, He he helps you to overcome your weaknesses. See the helper who is the Holy Spirit. He helps us to overcome when we receive him. He, in fact, the Bible says he, he will be our ever present help in time of need. He is our ever present help in time of of need he's always there remember what we said the first week we said the Holy Spirit when we spoke about the divine attributes of the Spirit the Bible says that he is omnipresent so he is ever-present he's an ever-present help in our time of need and therefore it is critical to know that you can speak to the Holy Spirit directly because when you are filled with the Spirit, He's always there and you can speak to Him directly because He is your ever-present help in time of need. In fact, I am saying to you this morning, the Holy Spirit, you can ask for help. You can ask Him for help because when it becomes intense, when life becomes intense and when struggles and, and sufferings become intense you can ask the holy spirit for help you can pray to him directly you you can speak to the holy spirit say holy spirit guide me into all truth holy spirit i ask you that you lead me holy spirit be my strength as i am feeling weak holy spirit keep me going because i am tired holy spirit help my siblings holy spirit help my parents holy spirit help my children holy spirit help my unbelief holy spirit lead me into the pathway of righteousness holy spirit i pray that you heal me holy spirit deliver us from evil you can speak to the holy spirit you can pray to him and you can ask him for help because paul says he is there to help us in our 
weaknesses. And Jesus says it is to your advantage that the helper should come. So the Holy Spirit is there to help us. Therefore, Jesus, when teaching on the Sermon on the Mount, he, he said, ask and you will receive. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. You can speak to the Holy Spirit. Ask Him for help. Seek Him for help. Knock and He will be there to help you during your time of need. You see, some of these prayers may sound impossible that I just mentioned. Because of situation that has grown beyond our control. Because... Most of these things, we try to handle it on our own. We try to, to, to fix things our way. We try to fix things on our own. And Paul says the Holy Spirit helps in our weaknesses. Call unto Him, all who labor and are heavy laden, and He will give you rest. Paul says... Not only does he help in our weaknesses, but Paul says, for we do not know, he gives a reason, he says, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit, the Holy Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Other translations will say with groanings which cannot be uttered. You see, what Paul states here is not a short he, he doesn't take a shot at the saints for being ignorant while praying. Because the saints often do pray. We often do pray that the will of God be done in our lives. However, Paul expresses the fact that we are not all the time competent judges of our personal situations that we face in life. And, and, and because of that, we, we do not always judge correctly because of the, 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 the intensity of the challenges that we may face. We do not always judge correctly during our moment or our time of prayer. Because often our prayers can be driven by a carnal mentality rather than the will of God. I'm going to say that again. Oftentimes our prayers can be driven by a carnal nature instead of the will of God. You see, Jesus himself rebuked that type of prayer life where, where, where we are driven by a carnal mentality. Jesus himself rebuked that attitude. He rebuked James and John in Luke chapter 9 verse 54. So, so what happened there is when, when, when they passed through and they came to a village of Samaria, a village of Samaria, when they got there, the Bible says the people would not receive Jesus in that village. And James and John wanted to pray for fire to come down from heaven and consume the village. You see, if not careful, we can end up praying that which is not the will of God. Because immediately when, when, when they made that request to Christ, Jesus rebuked that attitude and said he did not come to destroy man, but he came to save. And 
It is very important for us to understand since we, 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 we normally can have the wrong motive in our prayer life, it is, impossible, it is important, sorry, it's important to understand that the Holy Spirit needs to help us in our prayer lives. And since we ourselves groan within ourselves according to Romans 8, Romans chapter 8 verse 23, the Holy Spirit helps in our weaknesses by interceding for us. For you see, sorrow can cloud your judgment in prayer life, in your prayer life. Sorrow can cloud your judgment in your prayer life. So to establish more wisdom in your prayer life, you need the Holy Spirit to help you in the seed within you. And because He, he helps in our weaknesses when we pray, He often teaches us what to pray for as we ought. And therefore, to, to be led by the Holy Spirit during prayer is critical. Because Paul states in Romans chapter 8, verse 27, And he who searches, and when God searches the hearts, God who searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit. Because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. I'm going to read the Good News Bible. I'm going to read the translation. It says, Romans 8.27, it says, And God who sees into our hearts knows what the thoughts of the Spirit is. Because the Spirit pleads with God on behalf of His people and in accordance, very important, in accordance with His will. In accordance with God's will. So the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit is essential in the prayer life of the believer. For the Holy Spirit pleads with God in us in accordance with the will of God. Let me say that again. The Holy Spirit pleads with God in us in accordance with the will of God. That means that the spiritful prayer is the prayer that is led by the Holy Spirit who helps us to pray according to the will of God. You see, Jesus, when, when teaching on prayer, alluded to the following words in the Lord's Prayer. Spoke about it in Matthew chapter 6. Also spoke about it in Luke 6. When Jesus, when the disciples spoke to him and said, Lord, teach us how to pray. And he instituted the Lord's Prayer. Jesus made a, a, a specific statement in that prayer. And he says, not your will be. He says, Lord, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, the will of God is, is the basis of prayer that is led by the Holy Spirit. 
The will of God is the basis of prayer that is led by the Holy Spirit. For the Holy Spirit always leads us in prayer in accordance with the will of God. The Holy Spirit always leads us in prayer in accordance with the will of God. In other words, the Holy Spirit does not guide us into prayer that has nothing to do with the will of God. So whatever God's will is in heaven that needs to be done here on earth, the Holy Spirit will guide us into that will during our prayer lives. So Jesus himself in the Garden of Gethsemane was groaning with himself due to the hour of crucifixion. Jesus knew that the hour of crucifixion and death was at the end and he groaned within himself and he said he was sorrow. The Bible says he was sorrowful to the point of death. But he would still pray in accordance with the will of God. And he said, Father, if possible, may you remove this bitter cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will. You see, spirit-filled prayer is prayer that aligns with the will of God. Spirit-filled prayer is not prayer that aligns with our will, but spirit-filled prayer is prayer that aligns with the will of God. And what do I take from this? I, I gain understanding that when I pray, I depend on the Holy Spirit as my helper. In, according, in accordance to God's will and not mine. Which brings me today to the important prayer which, which was prayed by the Apostle Peter. See the Apostle Peter in the book of Acts. In the book of Acts chapter 3. The apostles were on their way to the temple. James, not James, sorry, John and Peter were on their way to the temple. See, this was after the day of Pentecost arrived. The church was filled with the Spirit after the birth of the church, filled with the Spirit, starting up, started operating in doctrine, unity, and generosity. Shortly after that, a great miracle took place. Because when Peter and John went to the temple at the hour of prayer, that was 3 p.m., 3 o'clock in the afternoon, they went to the temple to pray as this was a scheduled prayer time for them. So, so, so when they went to the temple, at the temple's gate, they met a layman who was there begging for money. So, so when they met this layman begging for money, he spoke to them and he asked them for money and they looked at him. And the Bible says he looked at him, he looked at the two of them and he thought they would give him money. But, but, but Peter looking at him said to this man, I have no money at all, but I give you what I have. For what a beautiful scripture. Because he was filled with the Holy Spirit. He says, I give you what I have in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I order you to get up and walk. 
So the man instantly was healed that very moment. Peter stretching out his hands, lifting him, and the man could walk. And the Bible says he was so joyful. He went into the temple, walking around and jumping, following Peter and John. So when the people saw this was the same layman that sat in front of the temple, they would come to them and they would listen to them speaking about Jesus and they would speak about the fulfillment of Christ, of the will of God, of the plan of Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. So they spoke to these people about Jesus, the Jews about Jesus and the leaders who were the Sadducees would find out that these men are speaking about Jesus to the Jews. And the Sadducees also found out that not only did they speak about Jesus, but they spoke regarding the resurrection of Christ. And being the Sadducees, a religious group, they did not believe in the resurrection of Jesus, which annoyed them even more. They did not believe in the resurrection of the dead, so it annoyed them even more. So they made this this whole thing known that Peter and John was speaking Christ to the people, preaching Christ to the people. And that's when the council and the Jewish leaders came together and they made sure that they arrested the two of them. And after arresting the two of them, releasing them the next day, they stood in front of this council where there were a lot of religious leaders. They stood in front of this council and they had to answer for the fact that they were preaching Jesus to the crowds. But Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit and they would not do what this council expect of them. Because their council said to them they should no longer preach Jesus. Otherwise they will be held liable for what they are doing. But Peter filled with the Holy Spirit but also being led by the Holy Spirit when he interceded, he intercedes after death. And he prays a beautiful prayer. The Bible says in Acts chapter 4 verse 23, As soon as Peter and John were set free, they returned to their group and told them what the chief priests and the elders had said. And when the believers heard it, they all joined together in prayer to God. Master, and this is what they said, Master and Creator of heaven, earth and sea and all that is in them. By means of the Holy Spirit, you spoke through our ancestor David, your servant, when he said, Why were the Gentiles furious? Why did people make, make their useless plots? The kings of the earth prepared themselves and the rulers met together against the Lord and the Messiah. For indeed Herod and Pontius Pilate met together in this city with the Gentiles and the people of Israel against Jesus, your holy servant, whom you made Messiah. They gathered to do everything. They gathered to do everything that, that you, by your power and will, had already decided would happen. And now, Lord, take notice of the threats they have made and allow us, your servants, to speak your message with all boldness. Reach out your hand to heal and grant that wonders and miracles may be performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. So they pray this prayer. And Peter filled with the Spirit is being led by the Holy Spirit when he intercedes, 
with groanings because now they are challenged with groanings too deep for words but he still prays according to the will of God for the reality is that he was threatened by these people the reality is that he was threatened by this council they were warned that if they preach Jesus again they will be held accountable for that but however Peter still in prayer declares the will of God in his spirit filled prayer see this is the beauty of a spirit filled church they understand the importance of spirit-filled prayer, of the fact that they need to be led by the Holy Spirit in their prayer life. They know when they are challenged by Satan, no religious prayer will deliver them. But they need to make a declaration in a spirit-filled prayer. You see, the spirit-filled church understands it is very important for the church not just to mumble words it is very important for the church not just to say things but in order for them to be effective they need to pray in the spirit you see we are not talking here about how loud you pray we are not talking here about how soft you pray we are not talking here about who opens or who closes their eyes when you pray? We are not talking here about how long you pray or how short you pray. We are talking here about prayer that shakes environments. For the Bible says in Acts 4 verse 31, When they finish praying, that specific prayer that I just read, When they finish praying, the place where they were meeting was shaken they were all filled with the holy spirit and began to proclaim god's message with boldness see prayer where the holy spirit is present this is the type of prayer that shakes areas this is the type of prayer that shakes lives this is the type of prayer that shakes cultures this is the type of prayer that shakes environments this is the kind of prayer that changes lives that changes atmospheres that changes minds that changes that breaks bondages that that, 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 that delivers from evil this is the type of prayer that brings forgiveness you see spiritual prayers brings peace instead of anxiety see when the Holy Spirit he helps us pray we no longer pray in defeat but we pray in power and victory very important when the Holy Spirit helps us pray we no longer pray in defeat but we pray in power and victory I'm going to conclude by saying to you today spiritual prayer that align is prayer that aligns to the will of God spiritual prayer is prayer that aligns to the will of God not only does it aligns to the will of God but it has the power of the Holy Spirit driving it and because of that, 
Such prayer is always effective. And what I'm saying to you in conclusion is, may we no longer just pray for the sake of it. Because when we pray for the sake of it, it becomes work. And it becomes prayer, becomes a burden. But when we pray in the spirit, prayer becomes effective because it is driven by the power of the Holy Spirit.